This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's I got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Saturday, 5 August, Year of the Lord, 2023. Uh, the library, over 300 libraries they see at the library. Uh, Brave Books and Kirk Cameron are doing that. We're going to try to get somebody on the phone, if we can, in this hour, because they're going throughout the country. Kirk's going, I think, three today, which is fantastic. Also, John Yup, huge prayer rally tomorrow uh, in, uh, in Ohio, outside of Cleveland. Bishop Strickland's going to be there. Lieutenant General Flynn is going to be there. Jim Caviezel's going to be there about this uh, a referendum on a referendum. It's going to take special election on Tuesday in Ohio. I need everybody to turn out, so we'll get to all that. Um, a lot of economics, capital markets coming up. But first, I want to get Dr. Naomi Wolf. Dr. Wolf, this this piece you've sent me it kind of makes my head blow up. <laughs> the, the 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 if you. Money may not be the uh, the source of all evil, but sometimes it comes close. Dang. Walk us through what you've uh, what you're finding out about uh, the the flow of money and and using that to uh, kind of put forward agendas that are hurting people, ma'am. Yeah, it's really it answers a lot of questions. What we found recently, you know, throughout this drama of the last year and a half in which our liberties and in some cases our lives were taken away by um, a medical establishment that was corrupted, we have all been asking ourselves, how did they do this? How is it possible? You know, how did they get so many um, doctors and hospitals to not, you know, to, to abandon their Hippocratic oath and their mission of healing people and do things that harmed people. Well, now we have the evidence that's come in to show exactly how it happened. So first of all, there's um, a stick. Uh, John Leake, who's the colleague of Dr. Peter McCullough on their Substack Courageous Discourse, reported um, yesterday that uh, Dr. Pierre Corey and Dr. Paul Merrick, who are two of the truth-telling dissident doctors who've been trying to keep people alive um, to treat uh, both um, COVID and vaccine injuries from COVID. They've been sent disciplinary letters um, from the licensing board, the medical licensing board. So they've been put on notice that their, their licenses can be taken away if they continue to tell the truth and try to save people. And then on the other side, we're finding the carrots. Um, and this is just mind blowing. And the targeting is of babies and moms babies and moms. So what um, we learned via another truth-telling doctor, maternal fetal medicine specialist, Dr. James Thorpe, whom many of your viewers um, are, of whom many of your viewers are aware, uh, he and his wife, Maggie Thorpe, who's a lawyer, they FOIA'd communications between HHS and um, non-government organizations that represent uh, obstetricians and gynecologists. And what they found in 1,400 uh, pages of documents that were released, heavily redacted, 50% redacted. But even with the redactions, what they found was that HHS 
was paying millions and millions of dollars to NGOs that oversaw obstetricians and gynecologists in order for, and this was a contract that was signed by these organizations, in order to ensure that OBGYNs would stick to the HHS script about the safety and efficacy of the mRNA injection for pregnant women. And, and, and they did that. And not only that, they took the money, they spent the money. The contract apparently makes these doctors and these NGOs give the money back if the doctors start to tell the truth to pregnant women about the dangers and the actual risks, which we've abundantly documented from the War Room Daily Cloud um, medical research volunteers, the serious risks to, to, to babies in utero, um, to moms who want to get pregnant, to uh, delivering moms, to newborn babies from the mRNA injections, they have to give the money back. So that explains how you got all of these obstetricians and gynecologists in lockstep to lie to women and to badger women um, because there was you know, a millions of dollars at stake and they were personally on the hook if they said, you know what, let me tell you about a measured risk benefit analysis, even if they just gave them informed consent that now we know there are risks. Um, so that's number one. Number two, when I was looking this up and doing more research, I actually found a portal um, by the American College of College of Obstetrics and Gynecology, which is the biggest uh, third party kind of lobbying group, professional organization that oversees American obstetricians and gynecologists. And starting as early as 2020, if you were an OBGYN, all you had to do was fill out a form on the portal and you would get money delivered to you directly from HHS. And they were talking $16 billion. But what you had to do was a test that your patients had COVID as a primary diagnosis. But if your patient was pregnant, it could be a secondary diagnosis. Me, And this was 2020, right? So meaning you have a pregnant patient, she is vomiting a lot from morning sickness, that's her primary diagnosis, or she has preeclampsia, something totally unrelated to COVID. You wouldn't get the money unless you secondarily said, oh, she also has COVID. Then you got the money, which leads us again to questioning the whole data-based reality of this whole quote unquote pandemic, which is all of these uh, physicians, obstetricians, gynecologists were financially incentivized starting in 2020 to spin up, to document, even if it didn't really exist, um, a ton of COVID cases. And then in 2021, they were financially incentivized. And to this day, they're not only incentivized, but financially punished, incentivized for telling lies to pregnant women about how safe and effective the mRNA vaccine is for them and punished financially for telling pregnant women the truth to this very day. And babies are dying as a result. And we know it. Dr. Thorpe uh, reiterated in my interview with him what independent midwives that I've also interviewed have found, what he said before, fetal malformations, chromosomal malformations, um, babies born prematurely, babies born unable to breathe. We've documented that um, horrible, he's never seen anything like it, um, horrible outcomes for, for mothers and babies. And as I've mentioned before, maternal deaths, deaths in childbirth up 40% after this um, mRNA injection, which really compromises the placenta. So these are absolute criminals who have taken over 
the, the treatment, the care of the most vulnerable population, which is pregnant women. And when you're pregnant, you trust your obstetrician, you trust your OBGYN, you do what they tell you. You are scared not to do what they tell you to do. And they've been thoroughly incentivized to lie and lie and lie to pregnant women in a way that we know from the Pfizer documents murders babies in the womb. Here's what... Um that's a pretty harsh term. We'll come back to that in a second. We, we know that they're captured by big pharma. Are you also saying that taxpayer money, that this audience's money through HHS is also going through as a financial incentive? How do they get paid by HHS? I mean, what's the mechanism that the doctors actually, when you say that they're underwriting them or they're paying them, how do they actually get paid by HHS? We understand that big pharma's got them because you keep uh, – prescribing this and you'll and you'll continue to get paid uh you know and will uh and you you help drive revenues in this high margin these high margin drugs uh mm-hmm. to people um and, and you'll get paid how does hhs do this yeah it's crazy this website that i found on acog.org i'm kind of showing it here i don't know if you can see it but it literally i'm looking at a, a bullet point that says um y- you report right on the portal uh, recipients are required to report for each payment received period in which they received one or more payments exceeding in the aggregate $10,000. And, it, you know, there's there's millions. Actually, ACOG did a press release saying they were distributing $16 billion. Step-by-step guide how OBGYN practices can access HHS federal relief funds. So it looks like they just put their bank details there and they get a payment directly from HHS as long as they stick to the script. And you can look at it yourselves. Um, you, you're, 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 you have to upload your taxpayer ID number, your company EIN. They're definitely harvesting a lot of information about clinical practices, about private businesses that used to be private, that are medical practices. But once you do that, you get here, HHS has allocated $25.5 billion combined funds to the Provider Relief Fund, split into a $17 billion general distribution fund and another $8 billion from the American Rescue Plan Act, specifically for providers. And providers will apply for both pro- programs in a sing- single application. And then there you go. You get your check or you get your payment directly into your bank account. Let me ask you, um, the... Um I understand you've been pressing and you've got lawyers working and trying to put together either class action or civil suits. But is Dr. Thorpe, when you use the term murder, that's when you get into kind of criminal elements. Like what receipts do you have to back that up? Is Dr. Thorpe and these other people on, on board with you? And if that's the case, have you guys talked to prosecutors or why is there not some young uh, dynamic prosecutor out there picking this up? Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Um, we've, I don't, I haven't asked Dr. Thorpe if he agrees with my um, certainty that this is a mass murder of, of babies and, um, and fetuses, unborn babies. We, we need a better word than fetus. I mean, these are definitely unborn babies. They're second and third trimester deaths. Uh, and yes, we've brought the receipts. Anyone can look at our reports on the upper right-hand corner of dailyclout.io or read them in the Pfizer documents book. Um, basically, there are two sections of the Pfizer documents that show that they're murdering babies and they know it. 
One of them and Dr. Thorpe also independently reached this conclusion, looking at the cumulative report of um, the Pfizer documents. Uh, and Dr. Pierre Corey also confirmed our numbers. Over 80% ha, ha, have, have, okay. Ha, 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 okay. Have you guys approached any prosecutors about this? Nope. I hadn't thought that that was possible, but that's a very good idea. We should do it. We should I do mean, it right is, now. Well, and my point is, my point is, if 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 that is the evidence you think you have, isn't I mean, isn't it an obligation to take? I know you're working on all the civil stuff, and you've got tons of people, and you guys are doing this and systematically. But then when you cross over to something that's this volatile, and particularly yep. uh, if you guys think you have the receipts, there's got to be. I mean, and Liz Yor will connect you with. There's got to be. There's got to be a lot of hard charging. It doesn't even have to be at the federal level. I'm sure there's a lot of hard-charging uh, young prosecutors out there throughout the country, uh, either attorney generals or a state level, that mm -hmm. would find the evidence and be pretty shocked by it. Would it not? Um, I hope so, and I hope they're listening right now. I want to mention another even more shocking piece of evidence in the Pfizer documents, which is they um, have a report, which I uh, shared here some a couple of months ago, that showed that they knew that two babies died in utero. And Pfizer's words were that they died due to, quote, transplacental exposure, end quote, to the vaccine. And then they sent that report, as you may recall, on April 10th, 2021, to the CDC. And Rochelle Walensky, three days later, gave a press conference from the White House stating that pregnant women should take the mRNA vac vaccine, that it was safe and effective at any time. There was no bad time to take it before your pregnancy, during your pregnancy, after your pregnancy. And she knew that babies, these two babies died, uh, according to Pfizer, due to transplacental exposure to the vaccine. And also other babies had convulsions and one baby died due to nursing um, poisoned breast milk yeah. due to uh, exposure exposure and breast milk to um, mRNA and to um, lipid nanoparticles and uh, polyethylene glycol. So they knew, yeah, okay, everyone listening who's yeah. a, an attorney general, I need your help. I don't really know how to do that, but I'll find out. I guess I, we just send letters. We'll talk afterwards about how to how do you go present those facts. Naomi, how do people get to you? How do they get to, to Daily Cloud, how they pitch in here? Yeah, please go to dailycloud.io. We really want you to continue to order the Pfizer book. It helps us fund this life-saving project of finding what's in the Pfizer documents. And now the Moderna documents, our team has started in on the Moderna documents and found equally shocking revelations. And otherwise, I'm on Substack. Yeah. Uh, Outspoken um, is the name of my podcast. Perfect. We'll, we'll, I'll talk, we'll talk afterwards. I'll have you back on next week. We want to get deep into the Moderna of it all. Short break. Navarro Brat next. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism 
metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. If you noticed recently, I would have everybody check your credit cards. Your APR, I think, is exploding. It's going to make it much, much more difficult for working class people and for the middle class to basically struggle through this Biden regime uh, supported by Kevin McCarthy. Uh, this uh, debacle we have in finances. Remember, uh, the um, the rest of the world that has the resources are not going to tolerate the elites in our country's responsibility. That's where they've got this uh, conference in Durban. Two things are happening. You've got the Jackson Hole Central Bankers Conference, which we're covering, uh, I think, uh, the 24th through the 26th, and Durban, South Africa, the 22nd through the 24th, will be this alternative. They're coming, trying to come up with an alternative to the U.S. dollar to make sure that we're not the prime reserve currency. And the reason they're saying it is because we're so, in, we're so irresponsible and we're killing their purchasing power because I think purchasing power on the dollars down 17 or 19% since Biden took over. New report out that the first nine months of the fiscal year, because remember the fiscal year starts one October, it's not calendar year. So the first nine months of the fiscal year, the deficits are, wait for it, $1.5 trillion. I think we heard that on War Room, right? So we were pretty pretty spot on with that. $1.5 trillion, uh, and it's gonna be over $2 trillion when we're finished. And, of course, right now they're reporting we are borrowing $5 billion per day in perpetuity. You're seeing the end of the American Republic because of this irresponsibility. Dr. Peter Navarro, one of the rating agencies had something to say about that. Did they not, sir? They did indeed. Uh, we, get, we got fitched. Fitched is now a verb here. Um, for the first time in 20 years, we had a downgrade of U.S. government bonds from AAA to AA plus. And here's here's the underlying issue, Steve. You, you talk at length about all the debt that were, were accumulated, trillions and trillions of dollars of irresponsible spending that Biden, the Democrats, and Kevin McCarthy helped, helped push forward, right? Here's the problem. As the debt goes up, two things happen. One is we have to pay more for interest to service that debt, the new debt. But at the same time, as interest rates have risen and the bonds that have been used to fund the existing debt roll over, we have to refinance those bonds at higher interest rates. So the average cost of our debt is going to double in the next 10 years. And what that does, Steve, is it squeezes everything, education, defense, uh, Social Security, Medicare, whatever. And so usually the conundrum is, well, do we cut these expenditures 
or do we raise taxes? But what the Fitch downgrade kind of chillingly explains is there's a third way to deal with the debt, which is basically to inflate the debt by printing money, right? So Fitch, this is the key point here. Fitch is not worried about the U.S. Treasury defaulting like Argentina, okay? That'll never happen. But what the U.S. will do, Steve, is just get the printing presses and pay off the debt with more and more cheaper money. And so who bears the burden of that, okay? The deplorables, right? It's the credit card debt well, you well, were talking well, about. Hang on. It's, but hang it's on. The real but hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. But hang on. There's two, yeah. there's, two, there's two sets of deplorables. There's the United States citizen MAGA movement deplorables and working class people, okay? Yeah. There's another set. That's that that's the that's the emerging nations of the world that have the resources. This is my point why we're covering Durban so so closely. Yeah. The, the Durban guys are saying, hey, U.S. citizens, since the MAGA movement hasn't been able to stop the madness because the elites are totally irresponsible. We know that. Trump knows that. The third world knows that they're irresponsible because they're doing this to consolidate their own wealth and power. Since we haven't been able to stop it and we've taken a couple of shots, right? We got another shot coming September 30th. That's what Durbin's about. They're saying, hey, you guys have crushed our purchasing power by 17% or 20% on those dollars because you keep printing. And we've just seen the program here. You're going to have to borrow $5 billion a day and you can't sell the bonds. You get not enough Chinese uh, CCP money and not enough insurance companies in yeah. Tokyo. You're going to have to continue to print money. So guess what? We're not playing that game. And that's what Durbin's all about. They may not have an alternative day one, brother, but they're at least throwing down and saying, we're going to figure out some sort of basket, right, that's somehow backed by gold, not convertible, but somehow backed by gold, and we're going to offer an alternative. Now, it's not going to be a perfect alternative, but they're in the same boat we're in. Uh, but they're putting up a tougher fight because they don't have a Kevin McCarthy that's going to sell them out, Dr. Navarro. <laughs> Well, there's a there's a couple a couple of things to say here. I mean, um, first of all, uh, if if you've got the Chinese yuan kind of at the center of that new currency, and it's the digital yuan, that's the biggest spy factory that's ever been in the world. Because what a digital yuan can do is track every transaction anybody makes in that down to their wallet. And more importantly, they can take the money out of that wallet if those people say stuff. So, so you know, that's another kind of whole whole thing. When you said they, they won't buy the bonds, what will happen is they'll buy the bonds eventually because the Treasury will have to raise the interest rate it offers. So that's inflationary in and of itself. Bottom yes, line good. here, Steve, good. is that, you know, the, the, the world, according to Russ Vote and the War Room and Steve Bannon, is a world in which we have fiscal responsibility and the investments we make in government are ones that are going to provide a return to the people. We are so far from that world. We're in we are in binomic yeah. stagflation world. And the Fitch thing is important. But, See, mark it down in history because because the, the, the stock market, I think, you know, it, it took a reality check on it. If, if it does have what I believe will eventually be a strong bearish move down. That could have been the fulcrum, which basically turned on it. 
I want to go to also Fitchers reported the Biden regime, which was caught by surprise, spun it. This is all MAGA's fault. This is because what Fitcher said, they have an issue of governance. And this was all about the desolating fight. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brother Navarro. Yeah. If they had agreed to our plan, there wouldn't have been a problem. The problem is we we have not been able to choke down the Republicans. I just want to, is that a fake narrative that they built up that it's not the fight? Go ahead. Yeah. What Fitch is worried about is not an outright default by U.S. Treasuries. It's worried that Treasuries will use stuff like quantitative easing to print money and devalue the bond. So if you're sitting there with like a 10-year government bond that you get at a certain coupon rate, interest rate, whatever, and then the Fed starts monetizing that debt, by the time you cash out that principal, it's going to be be Weimar Republic value. Or if you try to sell it, the bond price will have fallen into the toilet. You know, it's like... This this is the conundrum we're in. And Biden, they, they're like they're like ripped because they wanted Fitch to wait until September so that they could blame it on the Republicans. It was like Fitch is like, we're a global credit agency. No, no, no. We're calling we're calling BS on you guys right now. So I you know, it's like this is the kind of thing where, you know, it's like maybe people sit at home and go, scratch your heads, Fitch, who cares what this is big, and that's all I'm trying to. To explain, oh, no. you see, this you was, by the this way, was a big if you're event. sitting at, if you're if you're sitting at home, your 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 purchasing power, your dollars going down daily. Also, your credit card expense, your interest expense on everything, your mortgage, 22%. your car loan, your credit cards, particularly twenty two percent. That's the average thing APR. It's higher than even an Amex thing gets up to twenty nine percent sometimes. Peter, so it's affecting everything, and particularly Everybody. working class this, and middle this, class folks. Yeah. Pe- it's a it's a big deal, sir. And, and by the way, just, how they you know, get to yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, this is out in the Substack now. Uh, PeterNavarro.substack.com. PeterNavarro.substack.com. I'm I'm hitting it hard. Bannon and co- company, uh, including myself, sometimes give you like the four hour uh, full treatment. What I do in PeterNavarro.substack.com. Give you like short hits. There are 700, 800 word op ed style articles that I then record for the podcast, and they're just little nuggets. And I try to distill things down into their essence for you, the posse. So help me out here because I want to help you. Peter Navarro.substack.com. Get your financial market literacy, you'll be able to protect your job and uh, your wealth. You need it. Okay, Peter Navarro, thank you very much. Thanks Saturday. for taking time away. Uh, I know you love this Saturday show, brother. <laughs> My As Saturday show. Well. Thank you, brother. Um, Birchgold.com slash uh, Bannon. You get it free. A pricey on what's happening in Durban. And plus all three, all three, um, all three of the end of the dollar empire. I'm coming out with volume four. So give us speed on number three. Also ask... The Birch guys, Philip Patrick's team, why are the central banks buying more gold than ever? What's going on here? And how's it going to affect you and your retirement, your 401k, your IRA? Check it out today. Dave Bratt is going to join us next. He's got a couple of three things to say about all of this, including, think about it, we're borrowing $5 billion a day in perpetuity. I ain't saying that. That's from a government report. They're giving you a heads up. Maybe it's time now to think that through and how it's going to affect your personal life. Short break. Back in a moment.
COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than covidtaxrelief.org. Visit covidtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's covidtaxrelief.org, covidtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, I got the two Daves here, uh, Brad and Dave Walsh. Uh, I want to go through with Brad first on the economy and some capital markets, and I got Dave Walsh to break down uh, Governor DeSantis's this energy speech he gave the other day. I want to compare it to the reality of what's going on in Florida. Uh, Brad, you know, $5 billion, the the the, the Watchdog agencies are telling us $5 billion per day borrowed in perpetuity, not as a temporary yeah. matter, in perpetuity. Deficit's going to be a trillion and a half to two trillion dollars every year as far as the eye can see. And I can tell people, write this down now, in the evening of September 30th, we're going to have a government shutdown. I think that the hardcore MAGA heroes are going to sit there and say, this thing's out of control, this this phony deal you cooked up are all lies, there's no real, they're talking about $100 billion of cuts. I mean, it's ridiculous. So there's going to be a firefight. I think there's also going to be a firefight about defunding uh, the persecution of Trump. I, I, stay tuned. I think this thing's going to get quite hot when they come back from recess because we're talking a lot of people behind the yep. scenes, and I think people have had a belly full of it. But also on, on the flip side, even some Obama guys and, 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 and Biden guys are coming forward and saying, hey, look, the way the math works, this gets back to your productivity, the way the math works in this country, unless you have 3% real growth, GDP, and that's based upon a Dave Walsh type, Trump type, full spectrum energy dominance energy policy. That's the foundational element. Unless you have three percent growth and true gains in productivity, 
the system doesn't work. <laughs> the way the federal government is structured the spending, you're going to have one and a half to two to two and a half trillion dollars of, of these deficits every year. They've got to be financed by printing money. This is going to lead to the collapse of this republic, and it's going to happen on our watch. Don't people say it's going to be 10 years, 15, 20? No, 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 no. This crisis we're going to hit, it's going to hit us in the mouth quite quickly. Dave Brett. Yeah, well, I'm glad you said that. Uh, and uh, the discerning finance people out there, there, there have been a few long-run pieces linked to that productivity idea that, that it, that's just essential to our future, right? These are long-term issues. Right. The war room isn't about where to invest today. It's about how do you save the country fiscally? And so what the smart money knows is over the long run, over a 50 year period, the earnings in the stock market are tied to GDP growth, to the real economy and the stuff you make. Uh, Now people are getting worried about uh, the ability of markets to function with all of this government spending and with all of these monopolies and oligopolies and the corruption in Congress and the White House, people are wondering if profits, earnings are still an economic signal. Uh, That's what makes the United States run. If we don't have a working market system where earnings and profits are a signal and tied to GDP growth, uh, and not just this financialization, we're gonna be in big trouble. And so I just wanted- Hold hold, hold, on, whoa, 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 hang on, whoa, full stop. I want to make sure people, this is not a 50-year problem. It's not a 20-year problem. Here's why. The only reason the con works is because every transaction in the globe has to be converted into dollars. Yep. The, the, the only great, the great export we have, the great export we have is the Federal Reserve note. And although the deplorables have tried to get the Magnificent Six and the 20 and to stop the madness of McCarthy and clearly Biden, right? And we got a little bit, but we didn't get it all. And they put together a two-year $15 trillion spending bill with four or five, $6 trillion of deficits. The third world sitting there, and by the way, led by our enemies. I'm not saying these guys are good guys. They're not, but they're rational and they're sitting there going, no, if the American elite's going to do it to their own people, they're not going to do it to us anymore. We got the resources. And that's why Durbin's so important. It's not a solution that's going to take place immediately. But trust me, they're sitting there going, you're not going to do it to us. And if we don't, and the, the con only works if everybody's got to take the Federal Reserve's printing press and eat it. And the world's saying, hey, the deplorables may have to eat it. But we've got resources, we've got oil, we've got gas, we've got rubber, we've got tin, we've got all the rare earths. And so we're going to come up with a system that we don't have to eat it. And that doesn't make it a long-term problem as soon as we don't yep. become the prime reserve currency. We are, you, you're like Argentina because all of a sudden you don't, they don't have to take your bonds. They don't have to do it. Dave Brett. Yeah, well, so uh, Peter and you uh, covered uh, the debt, et cetera. I got a few charts I'll just go through real quickly. It's just good uh, for the War Room audience to see these charts. Uh, If Denver wants to throw them up, right, there's the first one. Uh, This is just showing, you know, government spending is over there way up high in the brown line on the far right. You know, we were up to eight or nine trillion in government spending. Uh, Now we're at six point four trillion. And then down below the receipts, the green line is, you know, the total amount of money you're taxed to, to pay for that brown spending line. And that's down at four point seven trillion. 
And you'll notice at the far, far right, that green line is just crossing the yellow line, the gold line there. That shows ho, that our ho, total ho, government ho, receipts. Ho, ho. Yep. Whoa, whoa. Yep. Whoa. Just like I used to do presentations, I always stop the presenter right away. <laughs> the only reason it's a trade, the only reason it's a, I know the audience loves this, but this is just the way it rolls, baby. The only reason yep. it's a trade, and that was the, that was the pandemic, the drop right, in aggregate right. demand. You could actually say, okay, maybe the government had to do it. The problem is, and this gets back to the budget fight. This is why you got to get back to a 2019 number, not a 2022 yep. number, which Andy Biggs keeps talking about. Now you've ratcheted it up and you're at six trillion to seven trillion dollars a year in yep. annual spending. The math doesn't put the chart back up. I don't need to see my lovely visage. Put that chart back up so the audience can see. It. And this is where you got to go to get the, get the email, uh, get it. You got to get the newsletter every day because it's got the charts in it. That the chart doesn't work. It's not sustainable. That gap has got to be financed. It's got to, only way it's financed is the Federal Reserve's got to continue to print money. Yeah, that's right, Steve. And so, and, and that the, the the current spending is higher than the six four, right? For the next four years, uh, and as you said, ongoing, we have five billion dollars a day deficit spending. And the new budget that McCarthy just allowed and the Republicans uh, allowed is seven trillion a year uh, in government spending. Uh, and so the next chart, Denver, just shows the uh, same thing. Uh, that just shows at the far right the deficit right now is one point six trillion. That'll be two trillion a year for the next ten years. So thirty-two trillion in debt right now, plus two trillion a year for ten years is an additional twenty trillion in debt. That gets you to the $52 trillion in debt in 10 years. That is not sustainable at 5% interest hey, rates, hey, at hey. which the Fed funds if is right now. That's $2.5 trillion under, in interest if payments. If you're, under, if you're under 40 years old, keep that chart up. Yep. That's yep. the that's that is you are in perpetuity. They're going to they're yep. going to uh, finance. They got they're going to have five billion dollars a day in, in deficits. They got to finance every day. That chart right there is your that. Look at that chart and repeat after me. I am a Russian serf. You are going to be serfs. You're not going to have any capital ability to accumulate any capital. That's the destruction of this republic right here. And it's being done consciously, consciously by the American Uniparty elite and the oligarchs on Wall Street. They don't care because they're not going to get crushed. You're getting crushed. Don't think you're crushed. Walk to your thing right now and pull out your credit card. Uh, check your credit card information. Look at your mortgage, how it's exploding. Look at your car payment. Okay. Look at the purchasing power. Go to an, a, go to a fast food place right now and order the same meal and fast food you ordered a year ago and tell me what they're two years ago and tell me what the price is. You're getting crushed. You're bearing the burden of this. Why the city, why the imperial capital of Washington, D.C. dines over. Hang on for a second, Brad, because I want to, a solution might be to get a young fire breathing uh, populist Republican in there, a guy like Ron DeSantis, as he tells me, Dave Brett, this infantile, uh, although directionally as populist, it's, it was infantile the way he just strung stuff together as economics. The thing I got the biggest uh, gripe about is this phony energy policy. He said, given what the reality in Florida is, walk me through DeSantis's, uh, his little speech about energy independence. By the way, Governor, the 1990s are calling. They want their phrase back. We're not about energy independence. Repeat after me. Take your number two pencil. Get all those, all those uh, meme warriors you got out there. All the all the social media influencers you got. All that brain trust. Get your number two pencil out and write this down. Full 
spectrum energy dominance. Okay, that's what Trump is. Full spectrum energy dominance, not energy independence. Brett, sh- tell me the, the callous phoniness of what he laid out versus what his administration is doing in Florida. Yeah, I think you got or Dave Walsh, Walsh. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah, D- Dave, Dave, Dave Walsh. I got, yeah. I got worked up my other Dave, Dave Walsh. Um, we will become energy independent using our domestic resources. And another comment, why would you normally want to make this country more dependent on what's going on in China? Well, here in Florida, under his public service commission appointed by him, and, and folks should know, actual energy policy in this country is implemented electricity-wise at the state level still, dependent, independent of the DOE and the EPA, what they come out with. The states drive energy implementation. Well, what he's done, $8.6 billion in the last three years spent on solar farms, $5.5 billion to $6 billion, and that goes directly to China, um, Jinko Solar, and for uh, battery storage to China, $5.5 to $6 billion. And at the next 10 years, uh, tonight, 2030, another 300 square miles of solar planned by the state PSC and NextEra at $20 billion, $28 billion more. By 2045, FPL has announced NextEra a grand total of 1,200 square miles of solar in Florida, comprising 90,000 megawatts at a cost of $115 billion, plus battery storage at another $154 billion, hydrogen conversions at $660 billion, will cause rates to go probably three to four times higher than now. And oh, by the way, to fund the beginning of this, it's happened already, this conversion of a natural gas-dependent electricity system, 75% he inherited, Dependency on gas, U.S. natural gas in Florida for power, he's shrinking, consciously trading for Chinese lithium and Chinese thin film PV as fast as possible. Because by then we'll have uh, rates at five to six times now, once uh, FEL begins to spend annual capex of $16.8 billion a year versus the billion five, billion six a year they now spend on generation, because they produce a 10.8% guaranteed return on that capital spend. They're way in on this, and they're a massive donor to him. So he's he's rea- he's been completely reactive to China. He's not against China. His actual implemented Im- implemented energy policies in Florida are all pro-China, lithium and uh, thin film PV. Hold, 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 hang on. You're telling me that the 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 cost to the consumer in Florida is going to go up three to four times is uh, on yeah. his energy plan. Has already in the last two years, Florida regulated utility ratepayers have seen 29% hikes in electricity bills. And, and guess what? In the background, you know, we're 74% dependent on natural gas here for power, electricity. Natural gas is at all time lows. It's at the lowest price it's been. Only 3% of the last 25 years has natural gas been as cheap as it is now. Therefore, electricity here should be relatively cheap given our present dependence on natural gas. But no, Did, rates have spiked up by Nextera, Duke Energy, and Tico by 29% in the last two years to begin funding this massively costly solarization of the state. And then, and then we'll take it to intermittency and non-reliable power equivalent to Texas by 2030. By then, we'll have 30% of our power system in variable resources, non-dispatchable, part-time, Right now, we're about 92% full-time base load resources. By then, we'll be 30% less. By 2045, we'll be down to 35% reliable, continuous base load resources. Wow. A huge liability problem. Hey. Walsh, hang on for one second. Dave Brandt, 
Dave Walsh, short commercial break. Back in a moment. And you are over. Cause we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because EnviroCleanse, advanced mineral technology, goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness-causing cold and flu viruses, including covid EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com code STEVE. ekpure.com code STEVE. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. On, on the central thing about power and energy in, in Florida, the electrification, he studiously avoided that in this kind of happy talk, energy independent speech, Dave Walsh. Oh, I mean, it's well known across ERCOT, Texas, California, MISO, now PJM, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, etc. We have in this country a massive electricity shortage in place now because of all the part-time intermittent renewables that run five hours a day of solar, eight of wind, nothing the rest of the time. He avoided that. He talked only about gas and oil production, and that's good, but avoided the fact, and right to point, what he's done with this state is begin to transition completely away from the actual use or consumption of natural gas for power generation, which is an American resource, and displace it with all solar panels and lithium uh, ion batteries from China to supposedly back them up at a huge, huge cost. So he, he danced around that by not mentioning the electrification issue because Florida is becoming a poster child for more of the same non-reliable grid based on variable part-time resources that work just a fraction of the day. That he's sponsoring huge just, investment in by his favorite donor, Next Era. His phony donor. This is this is crony capitalism's worst. Just last thing. No. Yeah. The, you're saying. You're saying electric bills in Florida are going to go up three to four times, correct? Oh, at the end of this announced NextEra program of 90,000 megawatts of solar installed because it is so much more expensive. The CapEx is four and a half times more costly to install these solar farms at 74 and a half megawatts each. Each one is uh, 630 acres, each one of them. The cost of that is so high. Because the, the the net power production is so low, the cost the cost of rates will be same as Western Europe, where countries have done this, same as New Zealand and Australia, California, will be probably four to five, six times higher by the time this is all done. It's just the, it's the math. It's the math of it. 
what this stuff costs. It's very expensive. It is not free. It's way, way Dave, not free. Dave Walsh, how do people get to you? Get to me at True Social and Getter at Dave Walsh Energy. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. Thank you, brother. By the way, uh, home, Mike, make sure we need you uh, manning the ramparts, this audience. One thing we can't have is to be have have you guys be financially crippled. Don't let cybercrime, CCP, KGB, any of these state actors or the criminals take your title and take out a second mortgage from a hard money lender. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today. Do your homework over the weekend. Just go check it out. Check the box. Get that off your plate. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and make sure that cyber criminals cannot possibly get access to your title in your home and take out a hard money loan that you have to pay the principal and at the higher interest rates, pay it all back. Go check it out today. Uh, Dave, Brett, pull the camera back and give me the big picture here, brother. Yeah, the big picture is everybody's reading the papers and the social media, and they know we're in a political war. Uh, But the politics has been grossly uh, defined at this narrow food fight level up in the swamp. Uh, The greatest theorists in the Judeo-Christian and in all of Western uh, philosophy have framed politics very differently. Politics, uh, since Aristotle, is how you live together uh, in harmony, in community, peacefully, trying to achieve the common good. Today, we take all that for granted. We're living on borrowed time, as your show makes clear every day. We cover the economics, right? We just assume you're going to get productivity and economic growth and all the nice things uh, because we're Americans and we're great. We have been great. But everybody watching this show knows that the institutions are under attack. And so I think it's especially important just to take a few minutes, and I posted this at Brad Economics with more of the details. I'm just going to cover cover the heavy theme I want to uh, put forward here. And that's the Judeo-Christian tradition is the only tradition which is going to give you the foundations for human dignity and human rights. Human rights originated in Western Europe in Christian lands, uh, and they're philosophically supported by the Judeo-Christian tradition and no other religious regime and no other philosophical system. Uh, For example, brothers, I got brothers... uh, Plato and Aristotle sitting right there, they did not ground uh, human rights uh, for every man. Uh, It took uh, up to our founders. Plato and Aristotle are hugely important, right? Plato merged into St. Augustine and uh, Aristotle merged into the Catholic Church with St. Thomas Aquinas. So huge influence on the West. I'm not downplaying that. And I'm not downplaying other world religion systems, but they neither come up or ground human dignity. When you get to the Enlightenment philosophers, you're starting to warm up with modernity, which roughly begins at Descartes. And uh, Brother Pascal, a fine Christian uh, thinker, took him on quite a bit. Uh, But the Enlightenment also did not produce any moral theory that supports human rights. Immanuel Kant tried to give a formulation using reason. Why should we be valued? Why should human beings be valued? Uh, His answer was kind of circular. He said, because we do the valuing. Right. So there's kind of a reason based, but it rings hollow. And uh, you don't have any followers of Plato or Aristotle or Kant or Hegel, another great theorist. And the Enlightenment roughly ended with Hegel. uh, And he was challenged by a great another great uh, Christian theologian, uh, Soren Kierkegaard. 
And so the Enlightenment comes to a close. If you've just seen Oppenheimer and all that, wow, you know, the human intellect at work in the sciences, it's just awe-inspiring. Uh, but they gave no great contribution uh, to us on why is a human being to be valued in the first place. If you ask this question to the left, they will be horrified. Uh, and you will probably pay a price for asking it. They ask the left, how do you know that a human being is worthy of dignity? And they'll just say, well, because we're human. Of course, that's not an answer, right? So the answer in the Judeo-Christian tradition is because we were created in the image of God uh, and we're a little lower than the angels and on and on and on. And our founders knew that enough. They carried Bibles with them Dave, everywhere they went and they said these claims are self-evident. Yes, you got it, Steve. Dave, where do, where do people get this? Brad Economics, where do they go? Yeah. Yep, just go to Brad Economics. Uh, Where they posted go? a couple days ago. Scroll down a little. You'll see a little bit more detail for this uh, rights tradition only in the Judeo-Christian tradition. Dave, Brad, thanks for taking your Saturday and joining us. Thanks, Steve. Okay. Thank you, brother. We're going to be back 10 a.m. live on uh, Monday morning. We'll see you then. Back in the warm. I'll be up on Getter All Weekend. Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. 
You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 